0: That's me on the podcast Sharing a song With something to say about it Within, Within Lear and Liagra Moon Losing my opinion
1: Oh, do I feel awful. Just got back from South by Southwest. I was going to ask. It was great. I had a great time. I want to thank everybody who came out to a show and saw me and shook my hand, except for the person who got me sick. I'm not going to thank that person, but I guess I could also apologize to maybe other people that I got sick after getting sick and not knowing it, but it was a good time. It was a good time while I was there, played some great shows, saw some great shows. I had a show in particular, uh, one on Saturday at the Stephen F's that was really, a great time and a very intimate magical experience so i i really appreciated that group of people uh and then i woke up on monday uh feeling like ass so that's where we're we're at uh, now
0: and uh and you showed up here
1: and now i'm here yeah and you get to listen to this voice uh which i'm sure you're very uh, excited about as
0: a listener this is the podcast losing my opinion i am Widely renowned indie musician, Niagara Moon, a.k.a. Thomas.
1: And I am a uh, very sick indie musician, Thin Lear, also known as my own name, Matt Lago.
0: Yes, and uh, this is a Daddy's Busy this week. Uh, daddy's been jet-setting uh, around, <laughs> catching colds, burning the <laughs> candle me, at I, both ends. <laughs>
1: I've been super busy getting sick. Uh, have been burning the candle on both ends. I think it might be one of those exhaustion things, because it's like... I feel like it goes in and out. You know what I mean? No, Daddy is indeed busy.
0: Yeah, well, hence the uh, the mini sode today. Something we occasionally like to do. Uh, normally, we do two segments on this here show uh, where we surprise each other with uh, unusual tunes, yeah. unusual takes. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, today it's just me. I'm going to talk at you for a little bit, and then we're going to skedaddle, and we'll be back next week, of course. But uh, Are we talk about the wall again. No, that we'll come back to that at a later date, but uh, I feel
1: like people were kind of torn. On yeah. It, you know? I I thought
0: everyone was going to be mad at me, but I can't help but wonder. So, you and Nate, you both love your Pink Floyd, your your classic, yes. you know, 70s run Pink Floyd. I can't help but wonder as do I. I can't help but wonder if the reason you don't dig into stuff like The Wall or The Final Cut is because you don't hear what I hear, you hear Roger Waters saying Nana Nana Poo Poo you can't have your favorite band anymore Because I'm in charge And if you, if you hear that more than being able to hear Those albums on their own terms I wonder if that factors in uh, I will admit You just hear the sound of somebody screwing up something that you loved
1: uh, I will admit that It's Roger Waters As a personality That is more you don't seem to be a fan. Difficult I think Than I mean he's <laughs> he's yeah he's got it he's he's on his i'm still annoying tour now is this the world we really want yeah i think the more he right like that kind of thing i mean i think he the more he got into the message the more difficult it became to reckon with as a listener but yeah i do miss the band members but i don't hold him responsible for that even though he was i'm not i don't get mad at him it's Mm -hmm. more just that i don't want to listen to him complain about being a rock star for for forty seven songs across an hour and forty five
0: minutes. You gotta gotta check out the final cut then. Maybe that'll be just the, strikes the perfect balance. Uh, Maybe should I have played Mother on our our episode last week with uh, Nate talking about the wall? Should I? Did I screw up? Nope. Nope. That's a classic. No, you
1: were all set. You did what you could do. I think if if you really wanted to get me. You know, obviously you weren't going to play Comfortably Numb, right? Because we all know that that's on that record and it's so far apart from the rest of the songs in terms of quality. Uh, in the Flesh, I love. Love that song. Young Lust, love that song. much. Yeah, yeah,
0: I, I, yeah, I avoided the, uh, the obvious choices here. I was, I was trying to make the heart sell. And those are the ones I like. But yeah. uh, no more Floyd talk this week. Talking Floyd. Wiping my hands clean for a while. We'll, I'll come back one day and Oh man, you you two bozos just couldn't see the light. But no, today I got good news and I got bad news. Which do you want to yeah. Well, I'll give you the good news first, I guess.
1: Seems like you want to give me the good news first, so I guess I'll I want to give you the good that. news first.
0: Uh we we got some good tunes for this for this week. You're going to like these songs. Great. Uh I'm certainly very fond of them. And there's uh, an interactive element uh with this week too. I'm going to ask for your uh your involvement. I mean, you you may be able to offer it. You may not. But uh, just throwing okay. that out there.
1: Well, I always love to be
0: helpful. Yeah, you, you, you might. You so, um, Yeah. The bad news, you see, our subscribers are leaving in droves. They're they're closing their mm-hmm. their podcast app in disgust uh, because not only is it a daddy's busy and nobody wants to see daddy daddy busy. They want the full hour. No. They want the yeah. the full kahuna. Mm-hmm. And we're not giving that today. Not only. Is it an abridged episode, but I'm back on my Hosona bullshit. I'm talking Japanese music today. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) You know,
1: we hadn't done one in maybe four episodes or something like that, so I guess... I've
0: earned it. I had to listen to YouTube Bozo's Bad Mouth the Wall last week. Before that, I had to listen to the Doors albums without Jim Morrison. You're saying
1: that every episode you have where someone disagrees with you, you're going to come back... I've with the Japanese a, music episode,
0: hey! And by the
1: way, I don't dislike. I mean, obviously, you show me enough stuff where some of the stuff I don't like it. I like other stuff. We've gotten I think a pretty was wide just,
0: breath at this point. We
1: started to get made fun of a little bit with the amount, just the sheer number of Japanese artists that we. They're not I singing in a
0: language I understand. Turn it off. It's boring. Maybe. Well, it's quite. It's quite specific. Just to to for, to qualify this a little bit, if our listeners aren't familiar, so. Uh, I'm a big fan of Japanese music. I listen to all kinds of stuff, but especially Japanese uh, kind of alternative pop music from the 70s and 80s. And you never lived there,
1: though. I lived there for a long
0: Oh, you did? Yeah, Kyoto. I lived in Kyoto for for almost three years. I may or may not remember how to speak the language at this point, but I had a band over there called Atarehan back in my college days. I really lived the life, made a lot of friends. And uh, one of the, the key figures, one of the linchpins... In this uh, this this genre that I love so dear, uh, this '70s Japanese music, Hosono Haraomi, aka Haraomi Hosono. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, he's he's the man. He's the man. He's the man. You don't have to make that case to me. Well, I know he's the man. Uh, if anybody's joining us uh, more recently here, he's one of my favorite bassists ever. He's also an extremely influential producer, composer. Uh, co-founder of what i consider super seminal uh rock band over there happy end I, i've called them the beatles of japan and he played bass on every
1: recorded song from 1968 to through ongoing, 1994 to now, oh, he's, he's still, he's still active
0: yeah. yeah
1: yeah they don't let him sleep they sh- shake him awake
0: i'm back on my hosona bullshit. he's just he's either playing or singing or writing on so much of the music i love uh and today is no exception uh, but the, the key thing today is groove. That's what we're focusing on. I'm showing you songs today that have a particularly lovely groove to them, and the first song is going to serve as an example. Really, the the other two, though, I'm going to play you these songs that have these grooves, and I want you to tell me if they remind you of any other songs, okay, with similar grooves. Because I, I, you know, I want to hear about it. If if there's other songs out there that have the so feel, you, you, but it sounds like
1: you feel like these songs have very unique grooves. I think so. That-
0: Except for the first one, the first one we're, we're playing. So twitching, thumping, twitching, thumping. Yes, <laughs> uh, So yes, I'm a I'm a stan for uh, for groovy Japanese seventies music, and Haraomi is always going to be playing that bass. But just for a second, pause here, pivot over to um, to Al Green and the song "Let's Stay Together." Okay, that's got a great ro- groove, right? Let's stay together.
1: Oh, 100%. You, you're just telling me he played bass on Let's Stay Together? He
0: didn't, but would you say that you can't really think of any other songs that have the groove that Let's Stay Together has? And here's where I insert. Other other Al Green songs. Other Al Green songs, that's about <laughs> it, right? Like that. Yeah, I mean, it's very... It's It's got a certain a punch, right? That
1: is, yeah, it's a groove that is very much tied to him. And his band at that time and the way he the way he arranged music at that time, yeah.
0: It's just it it's it's special. Now the closest yeah. I've come in my journey to find a song, you know, outside of the Al Green world with a groove similar to Let's Stay Together. That's the song I'm gonna show you now. It's a number from uh H. E. debut album. You remember that name? Yes. A Chiotake co-founder, along with Hosono of Happy Ends, uh, also one of my favorite all-time artists. His solo album from 1972, he's still kind of finding his sound. It's it's definitely different than what he uh, moved on to. But there's a song on there called uh, which I would translate as Pinky Swear. Okay. I want to listen to a little bit of Pinky Swear with you. And you tell me if this doesn't have the Al Green feel a little bit.
1: Okay. You want a Pinky Swear before we listen? <laughs>
0: no <laughs> I'm not not putting okay. my my neck on the line like that <laughs> you're picking on the line it's a cool cover and Hosonos on bass This is great. It's got the Al Green feel? A, A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, that's really cool. What's the name of that percussive instrument? Uh, Guera? Guera. Guera. All right. So, starting out strong,
1: I would say. That's great. That's really great. I always love his... Did he arrange that track?
0: Oh, yeah. He's Mr. Behind the Console, Phil Spector, devotee, yeah. producer guy. Yeah. That period of his life, it was just like... This song sound like... Oh, I mean, o- Otaki... Uh, H.E. Otaki is behind the console. Hosono's just, oh, he's just the doing console. the bass okay, okay. yeah, on that one. All right. Okay. I was almost... Wrong. What a terrible thing. You
1: have to stop the podcast if you get something wrong about
0: Hasono. Shut it down. Uh, yeah, they, they were both uh, production wizards. But yeah, so how, would you des- how do you describe that groove if you got to put in a, in a few words there?
1: I would say ramshackle in the best of ways. You know, it, it seems like it's, it's like uh, the wheels are going to fall off it, but they're not. Uh, it's like very loose.
0: I concur. Uh, so. Moving on now, so I made the connection between that song and a tune like Let's Stay Together, although it's not exactly one-to-one.
1: Yeah, no, I don't, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't think that was
0: super close. These next two tunes, I got no comparison, no similar song in mind, no Western counterpart, but I'd be very curious to hear if you do. Okay. Uh, and it's, we're only going to ramp it up from here. I, I love these tunes, some, some of my all-time favorite grooves in here. Uh, so we're going to pivot now to an artist named, again, I, I'm gonna keep getting the order mixed up. First name first, first name last, because they do it the opposite over there, of course. But uh, Kosaka Chu uh, is an excellent, excellent 70s singer-songwriter with a, uh, a funky streak. Uh, tragically passed just uh, last year, mm-hmm. but uh, apparently my old uh, guitarist met him, like he did a concert at his his family's church or something. Apparently he was a really cool guy. But uh, I want to play a tune from 1977, from Kosakachu, uh, from his album Morning, and uh, the song is called Flying Saucer. Cool. It's a great name for a song. Huh? I hope you got you got headphones with some some good bass. Oh oh man, I got yeah, I got my AKGs on. I'm ready. All right, prepare yourself. the The bass line in this song to me is insane, and of course, of course, it's it's Hosono again here, but. Uh, Brilliant song, Kosaka Chu. He's he's got a few great albums, really good writer and everything, but uh, let's dig in.
1: that
0: bass part <laughs> You ever heard so many harmonics in a bass line? <laughs> He's doing a lot there, yeah. <laughs> hit smooth, Matt Longo.
1: Hello. That's a nice guitar tone. It's
0: a guitarist from the Happy End. Hmm. All right. You got anything for me? Does that remind you of anything? Anything else you've heard? Um it's a
1: little bit it reminds me of like Steely Dan. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And maybe that's why I didn't enjoy it as much oh, as the previous. Oh,
0: you bastard. <laughs>
1: well, that bass line is sick. I mean, it's crazy. He's definitely thinking out of the box there. It's really interesting.
0: So it's, it's too um, tightly controlled. It's too anal retentive for you.
1: I, oh, no, it's, it's all right in that respect. I just didn't like it as much as the first one. You know, I can't say what it is, melody, whatever. It's definitely w- well arranged and
0: interesting. The Japanese Steely Dan. <laughs> any, any Steely Dan track in particular? S- no, something <laughs> off of, uh, of the one with Aja uh,
1: Azure. Whatever I get corrected every time a I jar. say it. So, a jar, yeah. door jar. Hey, when did when Happy End when they disbanded? Was it obviously there was no acrimony between them because they kept working on stuff together. They
0: kept, yeah, it was all mixed together. So why they stop? As I a think unit? that well, they all immediately started solo careers. So I think they're just oh, like, they just why were maybe why are we limiting yeah, ourselves creatively to, hampered? Yeah, that's cool because it seems like they just kept working together. So it's like it's not like uh you know. They would, but like on each other's things, you know how like, oh, George Harrison has Lennon come over right, right, right. And play this part <laughs> yeah. or that part, or Ringo was in demand for, for John's album. Yeah, well, no one really kind of played thing. with Paul, but
1: the others, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, it was, uh, they, they just kept collaborating over it. You see, you look through the, the credits on so many of these albums, you see the same names over and over. Yeah. Uh, but... All right. Well, you didn't love that one. Well, that's a bummer. No, I love the
1: first one though. That's great.
0: I'm I'm hoping I can uh st- stick the landing with this third track. Okay. Uh from just a year later, 1978, this is a song from Yukihiro Takahashi who also just tragically passed only a few months ago. Jeez. He was part of Hosono's trio, uh Yellow Magic Orchestra.
1: Yeah, yeah. Remember those guys? That
0: name's going to come up again, believe me. We we got a talk shop there, but Amazing drummer. Uh he was the drummer for that group. He did some some songwriting. This is uh a track I'm gonna show you from his like first solo album called Sarabah. And uh it's it's an interesting one. You got some great synth work. It's like right before Yellow Magic Orchestra popped off, so you get that feeling that they're really getting into those uh those keyboards. Getting into keyboards. Mm. That
1: should be the name of your next record.
0: <laughs> oh, I've already gotten in as far as you can go. <laughs> I've hit the bottom,
1: getting further into keyboard.
0: <laughs> uh huh. What what could be cooler?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, I want to play you a song from Yukihiro Takahashi called "Present," mm. and uh, this this groove again. Hosono on that bass kills me every time. You hear this let me know if you like it more or less than uh, what we've heard so far and if it reminds you of anything else uh western more approachable more <laughs> popular for the show what have you okay here we go that's a sick album cover this guy yeah he's dressed to impress Smooth. I've listened to this one in the gym. (laughs) Yeah, another
1: perfect workout song.
0: What do you work out listening to this? Your, Your glutes? Uh, This is when I like stand by the wall for four minutes catching my breath. Sure.
1: All
0: right, big chorus coming up. this reminding you of anything in particular no you know no i
1: mean that's that's its own thing that's its own thing. i mean i think like yeah it's great i love the synth tone that part is great yeah that's just it's just a, a damn good song if anything it reminds me a little bit of like uh like back to the egg era mccartney i know we were just talking about him
0: uh, But like yeah, when I he was sort of going that into
1: that like real classy white tux kind of deal classy bassy yeah 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 and, and like integrating synth too in like interesting ways like around the time he did wonderful christmas time with that sort of similarly toned synth mm. but yeah no that, that's its own thing
0: cool well that's my present to you there are hipsters that would kill for that synth tone yeah, uh-huh. these days I'd kill just for the bass alone. Those drums are yeah. those drums are pretty sick too. Oh, it's
1: recorded really well.
0: He's a master behind the kit. Uh, yeah. How, how? If If I ever wanted to to get people to play like that, what what what's my direction? How How do you get a groove like that? What do you tell them? Oh, I have no idea. What are the adjectives? <laughs> I um. ask you as you're delirious with a cold.
1: <laughs> you tell them uh, you got to blow your nose. Uh, no, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think you you just need somebody who knows how to be in the pocket like instantaneously. I don't think you can work with a drummer who has to like find that. It's quite a pocket. (laughs) You know? Yeah, that's a hell of a
0: pocket. So were these uh, some satisfactory grooves for you from my collection? No, it's wonderful. Have re inspired your your interest in the the Japanese uh, 70s music scene? Groove based 70s
1: Japanese music?
0: I've never not had an interest in it. I
1: like from a certain time period. I like almost everything you show me,
0: uh, except for Yamashita Tatsuro. We dare not speak his name. <laughs> no, I didn't like, and you knew
1: I wasn't going to like that. So it's not like, oh, shocking. He didn't like that dude who like quadruple tracks his voice. He'll come back one day. Just you wait. Do you remember there was a record that you showed me, and I've been re- meaning to come back to it. Mm-hmm. It was like a guy who said he wasn't even really impressed with his own record. He doesn't listen oh, to it. He was in jail for weed. When
0: I showed you the, the good shit.
1: Yeah, what was that Today name, I again? showed you
0: the groovy shit. Uh, when I showed you the good shit, that guy. Yeah, that song Machi Bokeh. But what was the record? I know, I'm, I'm stalling for time. <laughs> uh, Makoto Kubota. Yeah, that was the jam of the century. Was yeah, That was really good. That, that one was gotcha. my favorite
1: Aside from Hosano, who I already knew that's i think the best thing that you've
0: ever shown machi me machi Bokeh, yeah he got you pretty good um that title yeah, track that was really solid
1: and the whole record i remember listening to it like going through and and really enjoying it you see why it's like a cult classic
0: yeah kind of a lost uh, legendary lp
1: that should be embraced the way hosono house is by oh, indie indie people here
0: no doubt hell let's uh let's play one track uh from that machiboke album to uh to play us out here sure i'll play something besides uh the title track this time kawaii omae i remember that being a banger that's uh that stands for you so cute that's how i would translate that
1: like you comma yeah so cute
0: kawaii omae that just means cute you so i'm trying to figure (laughs) sure yeah no that's a good translation let's let's uh let's play some of that from makoto kubota that's that's not a groovy one uh, so I'm kind of breaking out of our uh, theme for today, but we'll, we'll end on a high note there and let the people know, because I bet yeah, that that when we talked about the good shit, that was a lot of episodes back, so I think a lot of people.
1: I'd love to see like um Light in the Attic records, like pick that up and release it. That sounds like the perfect home
0: for this record. One sec because I think they have, but let me double check.: they, they, oh they already have, man.: they already have they're ahead of ya. Oh my God! They're on it. Light in the attic. That's, Shout out. That is ridiculous. They do fucking great work with their re-releases. I oh,
1: see. They should just hire me. Like I, that is absurd. That they should I hire me. I'm showing you this shit. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't think they should be on Light in the Attic. Well, and I knew it was going to be perfect for them.
0: Well, they knew too. They should hire me. So I think you're the middleman that got cut out. I should be their A and R. All right. So let's let's end things on a, a serene note here. One more. uh, mm. Not so forgotten, seventies Japanese gem Makoto Kubota, the song "Kawaii Omae" from the album Machiboke. I will put all these song names in the show notes afterwards, so don't worry.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, today maybe we got into the the groovy shit. This song kind of counts. It's chunky. This is one of the chunkier songs I've ever heard. I want to do an episode on chunky music someday.
1: Like peanut butter, yeah. Kawaii
0: Omae Konohuiva Totemo Nagatao O Kawaii Omae. It's got that James Taylor feel. Sure. Sitting by a warm campfire. Hitori de Taedunoa Samka. What you were looking for? Yes. This
1: is just just what I want out of music right here. Hmm.
0: This is where the Netflix TV show credits roll. Sure. The season finale. shit
1: that's awesome that's still my favorite thing
0: (laughs) it's still above all else just reaffirms it hell yeah you can dig it all dig it out for yourself now let's start that sentence over dig it all not to read between the lines (laughs) Uh, you can check it all out for yourself most of if not all this stuff is on Spotify or at least YouTube so Uh, you can can catch the bug as I did uh, many years ago or just rip it off LimeWire. You know? Oh, God. That would be a tough find. <laughs> You're <laughs> going to do a lot of digging. But uh, yeah, it takes me back to Kyoto, 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't learn anything today because I was just holding the show with my bare shoulders. But uh, wh- what did you learn today, <laughs> uh, Finlay?
1: I didn't learn a whole lot <laughs> either, i got to say. No. I already liked Hosono. No, l- nothing was learned. Nothing was gained.
0: But we listened to some sweet groups. We did. We grooved it up today. So that's cool. And uh, we'll we'll be back with some some slop in the the weeks to come. But <laughs> for now, uh, if you enjoyed this episode of Losing My Opinion, subscribe to the podcast on your platform of choice so you never miss a future episode. You can leave us a rating or a review. Uh, give us your feedback. We'd love to hear from you. You can follow the podcast uh, at Losing My Opinion on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. And uh, Kosaka Chu is, you can't sleep on him either. You kind of, you didn't like the, the steely Dan nature of that second song today. Uh, I think it stands with anything else I've shown you, and I could be wrong now. And uh, with that?
1: I'll say uh, so long, suckers. And I don't have a Japanese translation
0: for that. Oh, o ma. Rose no hana